Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. You've got Man vs. Yoga. Episode number four. That's right, episode four. So first off, let's welcome back our returning listeners. There's quite a few of you, and I wanted to just take a moment to say thank you. I'm a little freaked out that there's so many of you, but that's okay. I've got to admit, I really don't know what people would listen to this for other than just to kind of gawk and laugh at, at the host, you know, me, but, um, but thank you. Nonetheless, I really, really appreciate it. And to all of you new listeners, hello, how are you doing? Um, as I always uh, say at the beginning, I don't think anything that I say from this moment forward should be held against me or should I be a held accountable for. So that's kind of uh, the fast and loose rules that we play with here at Man vs. Yoga. So I wanted to mention our Facebook page. It's just at Facebook, Man vs. Yoga. Pretty simple stuff. Um, My Twitter account is Jim Ward and just the number six because that's my lucky number. And uh, some big announcements here. Uh, we are now on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, iHeart, and pretty much every platform out there. Uh, I, I, I went ahead and had our crack staff get us on. So, which leads me to the next thing. We now have a crack staff. The show has gotten so huge that I needed, uh, I needed obviously help. To allow me to go to the the various speaking engagements and and so forth that I've been doing in the yoga community. So behind the controls, we've got none other than little Joey Diaz. So he's the guy that keeps everything moving forward. If it were up to me, we would probably have ground to a halt a few moons ago. So thank you very much, little Joey Diaz. So let's get to it. This right here. Folks, this is going to be a show for the ages. It's It's got a first, um, it's our first top five list, which could become a recurring theme. I'm thinking it may. I, I seriously may. But first comes that, uh, the, that, that thing. It's, uh, you love it, you, you, you hate yourself for loving it, uh, but but you can't stand to not, you know, have a part of it. Kind of like the Hotel California, okay? It's none other than the duplicity of yoga. <laughs> so, for this episode's duplicity of yoga, it's uh, kind of something for the guys that I'm, I've been meaning to, to talk about. It's uh, all everything on the podcast so far and on all the episodes has been kind of negative, you know, kind of what not to do, kind of like, watch out, you're going to get scolded for this or that. Um, I just wanted to remind you guys the entire premise for, for yoga and taking yoga is 
for for oneself. It's for you know, it's for you. It's a the the one time of the day for for me at least that I get to devote entirely to me, and um, it's great. I I I, I value that time. So and and you're probably wondering what you can do to improve your practice. The one the one thing that I had always been told at the beginning was my breathing. Once and, and it's true. Once you get your breathing down, the rest falls into place so much more easily. But what'll happen is you'll you'll be able to get in some of these poses. You'll be able to reach the pose. And then all of a sudden you you realize you haven't breathed and you haven't taken a breath in a minute, you know? So uh, it's one thing to be able to get to the poses. That's great. That's awesome. Don't I don't mean to to, to demean that, but uh, breathing, getting your breath set is probably the most important thing in a practice. There are different kinds of breaths which you'll learn. There are and depending on again depending on where you you practice, but all of those things come into play. To and if you can to try to override your sense of, of wanting to accomplish this this created goal in, in your head of reaching the, the poses optimal perfection. I don't know if that exists actually, but you get the idea. Um, instead of that, it's it would be it would behoove you in the long run to instead of reaching the perfect pose having excellent breathing throughout while getting close to the perfect pose. So while you do want to be aware of the others, I mean, I don't want what I had brought up earlier about the the do's and don'ts of yoga, you know, to be completely eschewed. Do remember the, you know, the respect for others practicing near you. But at the same time, uh, don't don't be shy in, in reminding yourself that, this yoga practice is is for you and the intention that you set out. So I, I know that does kind of go against the grain of what I've preached so far. And that's why we just chalk that up to the duplicity of yoga. Okay, so I had promised at the beginning of the show that this was going to be an earth-shattering, uh, mind-numbingly amazing show. And um, it is because we have the very, very first of probably many. It's a yoga top five list. That's exactly right. It is a top five list. And for this episode, it is going to be the top five recurring uh, embarrassing moments that that I've had uh, in a yoga class. So, I, I mean, the, the, the body of work from which I had to choose was more immense than I, I care to actually share. <laughs> um, so we'll just go to the list. So number one, whenever we do any kind of uh, inversion, headstand, headstand, what have you, there's two in my studio. On one side, there's sheetrock. On the other, there's a brick wall. Well, the, the teacher always has me go over to the brick wall side when, when we're practicing on the, the sheetrock side, right? Because I tend to um, 
get a little rambunctious, maybe. Uh, I get a little too, uh, too, too jumpy into the pose sometimes, and it's not uncommon for me just to smack my body up against the wall and, and fall straight down it. So, probably not a smart thing. Probably saved me some money. Uh, an embarrassment for having to get the studio repaired for kicking in the sheetrock wall, but it's always embarrassing though. Jim, you need to go to the brick wall. <laughs> Everyone else, we do this. But that's okay. You know, I like the brick wall. I do. I, I don't have to worry about breaking it. So, all right. So this kind of segues into uh, number two. And that is, I, I always feel, I, so my two favorite t teachers, I don't know, am I supposed to say that? Uh, well, it's it's their classes, whatever. My two favorite teachers are, are named Amanda and Teresa. And it's, uh, it's so funny in their classes, they are, uh, they, they, they must correct me. I don't know, maybe seven times a class. So they'll be, they'll be going through the class and then all of a sudden I'll hear Jim, the other side. <laughs> and I'll look, I'll look, I'll realize that I'd been doing probably the wrong pose, but even worse, you know, to the wrong side. And so I just feel, I feel like I, I'm, I'm like this little, little special guy in there that they have to keep an eye on. And, um, it's funny, no, no one in the class, uh, you know, you don't really get to know people's names per se. Um, but everyone knows my name because it's always, you know, um, Hey Jim, your other arm, <laughs> Jim, look, look towards the windows, you know, but I appreciate, I appreciate the help. I mean, it's better than me sitting there continuing to look like an idiot. So, but still kind of embarrassing, you know? All right. So number three is, it's funny, life imitates art, imitates life. Um, so my props that, that you get, remember we've talked about the props before. At the very end of class, mine are like a microcosm of my life. It's just scattered all over the place. Like I got one block over here, one block 10 feet away. I've got a blanket that's all, you know, unfolded and messed up. Um, it's, it's a, it's a wreck. It, it literally, it takes me five minutes just to collect the things that I've like thrown around during the class. So, uh, and if you know me at all, you can appreciate the fact that my life is not you know, incredibly different from what I just described. <laughs> I I like it that way. I, I, what can I say? I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, so if my life is a little haphazardly laid out, like my yoga props, then so be it. <laughs> Number four um, is, is an embarrassing and it's, I, I can't not say it. So it's how much I sweat. I mean, seriously, I sweat like a wildebeest. I, I sweat like a mongoose, like a jackal in there. Um, when we do inversions and any kind of inverted pose, it's, it's silence in the class, right? Everyone's doing their breathing, except for this drip, drip, drip of sweat coming off of my head, landing on my mat. It's, and I hate that. That's actually one of, one of the most embarrassing things. It really is for me. Because it's like Chinese water torture type speed, you know, pretty drip, drip, 
secret. It has to annoy people, and I feel so guilty, but I don't know how to stop. And so, uh, inevitably, I just sit there sweating. And then, oh, and then to make it worse, I'll look up, and and, and none of the, the other people, which are all women, um, in my classes at least, uh, you know, not only are they not, you know, sweating profusely, they're barely even perspiring. Um, and I, I know the cliche about women glow and all. Yeah, they do. It's, it's kind of this shimmer thing. And, and you look at me and, and I look like a, I just got, you know, hosed down with a water cannon. But it is what it is. I, I sweat. So that's just something that's embarrassing. Um, and then, and then number five is, is pretty obvious if you've heard this podcast before. It's the time that I racked myself so badly that I squealed out loud. I mean, I squealed. I mean, like, you know, I actually don't want to do that. And hopefully we'll edit that part out. But yeah, that was, uh, (laughs) that, that was actually acknowledged by the class. It was so funny or, or, well, hold on. Nothing about getting racked is funny. But it was uh, it was kind of a shared moment that we all got a kick out of. So there you have it. The top five recurring and most embarrassing moments in my yoga career. So that is it for this episode. I want to once again thank our returning listeners. You guys are, are great. Thank you for all the feedback we're getting uh, on on our Facebook page, Facebook, Facebook, it's Man Versus Yoga. Uh, Twitter is Jim Ward and the number six. Uh, we can now be heard on really any any podcast platform you want. Uh, right now, I've got us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeart, Spreaker. And it, literally, if there's another one you want, just just let us know through like the Facebook page. Um, otherwise, I, I wish everyone a happy, happy holiday season and more importantly, a safe holiday season. There's lots of crazies out there. I know I'm friends with them. So that's it. Until next time. Namaste. Bye. Versus Yoga.